Hello everyone, this is Atit coming in from Vancouver, BC. It's 5 p.m. here and I'm very excited to finally start this podcast that I've honestly been contemplating for a while now. Um, I did allude to starting this podcast on my social media and since then a lot of people have been asking when I'm going to start it. Um, So that kind of pushed me into jumping right into it honestly I got almost shamed into starting my own podcast because I said I will and I was just like procrastinating I mean you find a ton of excuses um, but yeah there's never a good time so here we are recording my first episode and I'll dive into the reason behind this podcast what kind of value the audience will be getting and basically why I'm starting uh, this podcast The podcast, as you know, is called The 5 to 9. And the philosophy behind The 5 to 9 is I basically want this podcast to add value to the audience that is seeking to maximize not only their potential, but also their time just outside of their regular work, be it whatever careers that they have. Um, because I think there's so much magic that can happen on how you spend your time in the evenings, uh, which I want to say your five to nines and how you can invest that time to pursue your dreams, your passions, your hobbies. And that's the theme behind it. Um, how are people investing their time outside of work? to build on a better future for themselves and possibly making their hobbies and passions into their five to nine in the long term. With the internet, a lot has changed and it's only exponential the way everything's changing around us. But what's happened is you have the power to monetize and basically make your hobbies and passions into full-time careers um you know back in the day in the industrial age this would be a pipe dream to say if you're into collecting like uh artwork or collecting i want to say something random as turtle toys yeah now you can make that passion into something scalable with social media, with the internet, a lot is possible. Um, if you're an accountant and you want to be a videographer on the side and make that into something that will be an income stream down the line, that is possible. The purpose is not essentially to show you how you can basically quit your you know, nine to five and give you this dystopian dream of like riches and these quick rich schemes to quit your jobs and you know become a millionaire although that is possible but that is not the objective of this podcast what this podcast aims to do is um and through my own personal journey and with the guests that i'll be interviewing the objective is um depending on the audience depending on what your goals are if you have any aspirations to either create income streams outside of your current job as a side income maybe that's it for you 
if you eventually want to wean off your job and do something full time based on your interests and passion, that is something you can do as well. And there'll be many paths to how you want to get value out of uh, the podcast. And there is no right way. And maybe you want to do stuff for as a hobby and not really as an income stream. And that's fine as well. So there's many ways you can find value in this podcast. But one theme is consistent is no matter who you are, what job you have or don't have, the way you invest your time right now in your evenings, weekends, if you don't have your job in the daytime, the way you invest your time in a matter of months or even a year, if you have patience, you can create your hobbies, your talents, your passions into something more practical. And that's kind of the purpose here. Um, I don't want to sell anything that's not practical. One thing that I see online is a lot of people basically, I see these ads where hey, do this for one month and you'll have like a six-digit income stream in a few months. Um, a lot of these ads are frankly just not true at times, but also, yes, there are some success rates of things happening, but it's very dependent on the individual and also the application. And everyone has different goals, right? So I want to make that thing very clear. But... What's happening right now is people like me, you, and a lot of people with regular jobs, there is this movement towards side hustles. And I want to be cautious when I use the word side hustle. You know what? Before I even started uh, getting a name for this podcast, I contemplated having it around the term side hustle. But I feel like the way that term is being used now is... Is, is very loose like um, and it's becoming like a nomenclature of people bragging about side hustles and it's like this thing now where you almost need to have a side hustle or it needs to create like an X amount of income for it to be real so that's why I steered clear from that word but side hustle is a thing and it's, but it's becoming more normalized and with the internet and social media it is something very practical. It is very practical with the tools available. The last year, the way I spent my time, I learned so many different ways you can basically create these income streams and you know pursue your goals. So I'll dive into that a little bit more. There's a lot to unpack in the five to nine, but that is where I came up with the name. I feel like that's a much cooler nomenclature for like, how you spend your free time or your time outside of work. Not more of a side hustle, but you know, what's your five to nine? I feel like that could be a really cool lingo that we should start using. Um, but yeah, that's why I came up with the name and that's the philosophy behind this, this podcast. Not only do I want to make sure that we get the technical tools to enable us to pursue our passions and hobbies into monetizing them, but also the mindset. So there's two aspects, like you need the mindset, obviously, but I just don't want to be stuck at this concept of mindset because I feel like 
the technical side, the tools that you need are as important as shifting your mindset towards whatever it is that you want to achieve. So I'll share my personal mindset journey and then the tools that I've been using to achieve my own goals and aspirations. And with the guests that I'll be bringing, you know, they'll be sharing their tools, resources, uh, based on what it is that they are pursuing and also stuff about mindset and stuff like that. So this is the first episode, so I don't have a guest with me. I wanted it to be me basically talking about the show and sharing some of my own uh, personal growth stories, which I find could be of value to the audience listening. And I assure you in the next episodes, it's not only going to be me talking, so I'll save you some of the pains. So here's where everything changed for me. I mean, we're sitting, what, one year, give or take, in into this pandemic. Um, last year, it was June, no, not June, sorry, it was January, February. Um, we started hearing the news of the pandemic, um, but last year in February the 4th, I was turning 30, and I was going through a lot of personal things in my life. Um, at that time, I decided to end a relationship that was supposed to be a long-term relationship, um, causing a lot of disappointment in my circle, my family, my friends. There was a lot of expectations for it to pan out a certain way. Um, for many personal reasons, I ended the relationship and from the culture that I come in, these things are kind of serious. There's a lot of, because the families are involved. Um, I come from a South Asian Desi background and there is this pressure of getting, getting married at a certain age. Um, and I'm sure a lot of uh, South Asians will relate to that. And you know what? I do want to talk about that because it, it's important and a lot of people are feeling pressure to do things a certain, certain way uh, based on society-driven expectations. And I feel like once I really figured how to come out of that expectation and to really figure out and live life authentically by wh how I, what I want from life, there was honestly, it wasn't an easy journey. Um, there was a lot to kind of dive into there, but I'll tell you more about it as I talk about this pandemic and what are the tools and resources that I use to kind of come out of this like dark time and then making all these shifts in my life that have allowed me to be where I am right now. Um, I mean, I'm not claiming to be, by the way, that's one thing I want to make very clear. I am not here claiming to be some sort of guru or some sort of expert at any field. I'm sharing my personal journey, things that I've learned, and through bringing people into this podcast, sharing what they've learned. So I don't want this misconception that I'm out here trying to basically tell people there's a certain right way or wrong way of living that is not uh, the objective here. Um, I am a student myself um, of this kind of five to nine life, all this mindset shift that has that have taken place in the last year. So I'm learning as well. And as I learn and document this journey, I find the audience will get a lot of value out of that as well. So back to the pandemic, the pandemic happened and we were kind of forced into lockdown. And I found myself where 
two to three months basically just deep into listening to podcasts and reading books, meditating for the first time in my life consistently, um, and I never took it seriously. Um, working out just that was always a big part of my life, so it wasn't something new. Working out has always been my anchor, but just like this routine of trying to find like this inner balance and sanctuary in my head and figuring things out in this pandemic where things just seemed very bleak. And a few mindset shifts did happen that changed the game for me completely. Um, I dug deep into really finding gratitude, number one. Uh, I know people talk about gratitude a lot and honestly, it is probably the most important thing in shifting the perspective of how you look at things because even though I was in this dark time but when I was able to tap into gratitude it basically put everything into perspective that you know if I'm grateful to be alive then what am I here sulking about and feeling sad about like I'm grateful and the, the one of the ways I tapped into gratitude was so there's one of these facts that blew my mind and I'm sure a lot of people know this is the probability of us being born is one in 400 trillion. How crazy is that probability? Like that blew my mind when I really thought about it. Like the fact that we're here playing this game of life is absolutely incredible. And to really think about that, I'm like, man, I'm pretty lucky to be here in the first place. What am I so scared about? What? What am I so sad about? Like I have a roof over my head, food on the table, and I'm here playing this game of life. If that's the bare minimum that I need to be grateful, I don't think I can ever be unhappy again. Not to discount, you know, there are times of sorrow and grief, but yeah, like when you tap into that level of gratitude where you're the bar to gratitude, I don't want to say the word low, um, but yeah, like you don't need a lot to be grateful. And for me, till I have my health and till I have like food on the table and a place to sleep, I'll forever be grateful. That was my first shift. The second shift was to, okay, I'm grateful, but how do I really go into like thriving, like really maximizing my potential, doing shit that I never thought was possible? There were a few things that changed the game for me number one and this is one of the quotes from Nabal Ravikant uh, on a podcast with Tim Ferriss one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to and he said something along the lines uh, life is like a single player game and that stuck to me that day and it has been a shift in the way I look at things because what that means is one of the reasons we're so unhappy and bogged down and intimidated and don't take on new risks is because we're always comparing ourselves to other people and treating life as competition with other people. So it's not a multiplayer game. I'm not competing with my cousin or my friend here, my coworker here. I'm just competing with myself. This is a single player game. And once you take that comparison out, it's so empowering because then you go into realizing your full potential and you're only focused on yourself. 
um, that was like a big key for me to realize, man, I don't have to compare myself to anyone. And legitimately, I actually stopped comparing myself to anyone. Um, it was like a, kind of like a switch. The thing is, we do it so subtly. It's not like a, an obvious thing we do, but we're always benchmarking ourselves against other people. But what's happening when you're comparing yourself to people is either you're putting someone else down to put yourself up or you're putting yourself down by comparing yourself to someone who you perceive to be ahead in the game. So both ways, they're not really fundamentally sound or you're basically deceiving yourself in both scenarios because you're not better than anyone else intrinsically. Neither should you be putting yourself down. And thirdly, the most important part of this all is you don't know anything about anyone and what they're going through. So this comparison exercise is completely useless. And then you take that comparison piece out of the equation. Then there's thing about judgment. Now that I think needs a lot of conversation because as I started creating on social media, um, I have like a little community that I've built around my TikTok content um, at 20, 22,000 followers. Um, and yeah, I've had a lot of people reach out to me and a lot of people want to create and they've seen my mindset content and the team is very consistent. It is people just scared of taking the leap because of how they will be perceived by their friends, by their family. Oh, worse if they fail in front of these people or these people will laugh at them behind their back that's the worst right um but when you get rid of fear of judgment and that noise that for me is the ultimate switch because you stop comparing yourself to other people you're grateful to begin with and then you're not scared of judgment and that allows you basically to really be like you know what in this world of no one watching me and me not caring about failing in front of other people. What do, what do I really want to do? What do I want to test out? Let's test it out. There's nothing wrong in testing like ideas and putting yourself out there. That is a switch that I tapped into. It took work. It wasn't just like one day where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to care what people think. But as I said, during the pandemic, two to three months of just me like reading, podcasts, meditating, figuring out like how to get these tools to get to where I need to be. That happened. I turned an Excel file on, fired it up, and I put in eight things that were absolutely something that I would have never considered before and see how I, how, how I can action on it. So I put those eight things. I said, I'm gonna start my own e-com business. All right, cool. Let's start researching that. Um, I'm gonna start a podcast. Here we are. That one took a while, by the way, the podcast one. It was one of my crazy ideas in that list, um, but I got here. I'm doing it right now. Uh, moved to Quebec. I packed up and moved to Quebec for four months right after that. Went on 20 hikes and started creating a lot of content. Oh, on that list was create content, which, by the way, I did every day since that moment. Um, what else was on that list? Um, we talked about e-com business and there was stuff about starting like a 
digital agency. That's something that I'm still working on. But I basically thought about like, I'm going to start, I'm going to do, I'm going to do things. And I'd rather be in the arena playing the game than watching people play the game. So I no longer care about what people think. And honestly, that day to now, just by the pure momentum of doing so many things and connecting with like-minded people and going on this journey of creating content, and it hasn't even been a year, I've seen so much traction, I've learned so much, and I have this feeling like I'm only going to grow exponentially, and it is exciting. And my fear levels are now extremely low because wherever this path goes, I feel like now I'm aiming so high that even if I fail miserably, I'm going to land much higher than I would have if I stuck to my linear path, continuing down my nine to five job. Uh, by the way, I work a nine to five job. I'm a CPA for a large public organization. I mean, it's a good challenging job. I'm not going to, you know, pretend like I'm extremely unhappy with that job. But the thing is here, the thing here is to maximize my potential and seek my hobbies and passion and interests and see how I can make them into income streams. And I've started videography, content creation, and it's been frankly very exciting. And I wanna share that journey with you guys. I wanna dive deeper into the e-com business that I've been building and how I built it. Uh, about my TikTok, content creation, videography, photography, all that. It's honestly so much happening. Uh, but one thing is for sure, that couldn't have been possible. It wasn't just one day's worth of work. And that's where the concept of the five to nine comes in. I basically, a year ago or 10, 11 months ago, spent my evening and at least gave it two to three hours every day towards these passion projects, I want to call it. And eight, nine months, that volume adds up and I've done so much. My econ business is launched-ish. Well, I'm taking pre-orders, but I haven't officially started marketing it. My TikTok account went from zero, obviously. I had no idea what I was doing. And as, as I said, I'm a 22,000 follower. And I feel like this is just the beginning. I've learned so much about photography. I've learned so much about videography and technical video editing, which I could have never imagined doing. Um, and here I am recording a podcast. That to me, honestly, is the most, you couldn't even take me eight months back. And this was the one idea that I thought was absolutely crazy. And that's not something I would actually do. I just put that on the Excel file to do. And here we are. So I'm very excited to share this journey with you guys to talk about things that will be, add a lot of value, bring in guests. And I'm talking about not the, just the millionaire guests who've just made it at an early age, but people like me and you who are basically trying to find, uh, you know, a higher meaning in life and are chasing their hobbies and photographers that are making like a couple of extra three, $4,000 doing photography. Uh, Shopify store owners that have basically built stores in their lunchtime to create these income streams and are eventually going to leave their jobs. So we're going to have a diverse amount of people here. And the key will be to tap into these people and their skills and their journeys and provide value to you guys. 
and that is the goal because if i don't bring in value then i am not doing what i set out to do in on this podcast so i'm very excited to launch this podcast thank you so much for listening to me and yeah share this with your friends i'd really appreciate it thank you guys and excited for the next episode and bring on a guest to have some fun conversation so for now signing out and i'll see you guys in the next episode thank you